Blog Talk Radio. Everywhere you go. 
crazy things going on in this world. You got the government, you got the police, you got these corporations, you got the White House. Yeah, the White House. Yeah, that's my boy, M-Y-B-Y, right here on the Keys 107 Network. And you can check his show out tonight. It comes on at 8.30 Eastern Standard Time tonight right here on the Keys 107. His show is called Listening to the People, and uh, he talks about a lot of things that's happening in our community, in and around our communities, um, kind of like my show, but sometimes he plays music, sometimes he don't. I know he has um, two new co-hosts right now. And, um, yeah, we're doing it up right here. Well, getting back to my guest tonight, good friend of mine, Ms. C. Renee West, author, publisher, producer, director, documentarian. I mean, just an all-round one-man, one-woman show. Um, C. Renee West, you're on the line? Hey, hey, how you doing? I am blessed and highly favored. How are you doing today? I'm fine, I'm fine, I'm blessed. Thank you. Amen for that. Uh, just give our listening audience, first of all, let me welcome you to Hoodrich Magazine. Uh, with Thank your you. host, me, J.R. Strong. And um, I really want to thank you for taking time out to come on the show to just um, enlighten our people on uh, some of the things and the projects that you have going on that might be helpful to a few people out here that... Um, is listening tonight. Um, just give our listening audience um, a little bit of your background and, and uh, where you come from, and, and you know we go in by steps to, to where you are right now. Okay, first I want to thank you for having me. Um, you said so many things about me, so many nice things about me. What I'm doing, I'm just out there trying to make a difference. Um, my career started with me working as an officer on Rikers Island. And I really didn't like what I was doing. I didn't like being an officer, and I felt I could do more for the people than just continue to tell them what to do and hand them toilet paper. <laughs> so I, I wrote a book about my experience being an officer, and that triggered my career to where it is today, where I'm doing things. I'm out in the community helping individuals get focused to point their life in a better direction so they don't end up incarcerated and spending, giving a lot of their time to a system. That's where I'm at um, today. I, um, After writing the book, um, Caught in the Struggle, that was my struggle, trying to decide should I stay and continue to make money or should I leave this job, which was easy income, and try to make a difference in someone else's life other than my own. That was... I made a lot of money, but I didn't have peace. I was extremely unhappy, and it made me realize that money is not everything. And I had to ask God what was my purpose here on earth because I knew it was not to just drive BMWs, to have furs, diamonds, gold, and everything I thought would make me happy because I had all those things, and I was extremely unhappy. So I had to ask God why I'm so blessed when I see other people hurting. So um, with that, I I had to take a step back. And what I try to encourage people, sometimes when you look at basketball players, they take a step back to jump higher. And sometimes mm-hmm. that's what you need to do. You need to take a step back, take a look around and see where you're going, and then you can go further. And and that's right. where I am. It, it made me um, out there talking to people, finding out, where they are in their life and how they want to make a difference in, my, in their life made me realize how I can help them make a change so they can enjoy their life the way I'm enjoying mine. Because mm. I'm not, I'm I'm full now. Now I have peace. Now I know what my purpose is in life with God. And I might not have everything I want, but I have everything I need and I have peace. And that's what right. I want to try to other people to to show them that no matter, in spite of your situation, if you have God in your life, you will have, you will be full and you will have everything. You can get through anything. Mm-hmm. So with my film, um, I did a film, Our Criminally Created Society, and it shows people why individuals commit crimes, why individuals who have criminal records or um, arrest records 
continue to commit crimes and what we can do as a society to give them other options and opportunities to earn income. I also did a book um, titled Consequences, which will be coming out this summer along with a doc along with a DVD, and all of this can be found on my website, stevenawest.com. And what Consequences does is it informs you of your responsibility as a citizen to know the law of of um, America, so you don't find yourself incarcerated for committing a crime that you didn't know was a crime. For instance, Martha Stewart, um, Little Kim, Sandra Rucker. Many may know Little Kim and Martha Stewart and not know Sandra Rucker, but Sandra Rucker is a female who is a black female who is in federal prison now doing over 300 years um, for conspiracy. Um, She was a a drug dealer's girlfriend, and she would never get out of jail. well, I, I can't say never because the law just determines someone else's outcome. But right. she had no idea that her actions would lead her to be incarcerated for 300 years. And I had no idea that someone dating a drug dealer can do more time than someone that actually kills someone. You know, mm-hmm. little Kim, when you look at little Kim and you look at Martha Stewart, they had no idea that their actions would cause them to have felony records. So that's what the book Consequences is about, is to inform you of what the law, what some of the laws are, because there's so many, but to give you a better idea of how your actions can lead you into um, having a criminal record. Right. So, so let so me ask you, what, what what part of the country are you in? I'm in Louisiana. Located, actually. Is that I'm located in Louisiana. Uh-huh. In, 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 in Louisiana. And uh, yes. tell me a little bit about um, what's going on in Louisiana as far as the crime. I know the the crime rate is very high down there. Um, just give yes. me a little um, insight on, on how things are going down there. Unfortunately, Baton Rouge and Louisiana are leading in, in high crime. Um, Louisiana is a beautiful state. I mean, it's like 80 something degrees right now, and we enjoy this type of weather almost year-round. But the high is, is so much crime here because the opportunities are very low here for individuals to earn income. So many of them get involved in the drug trade. Um, but New York had turned their situation around. New York at one time was very, very high in crime. But in the, individuals were allowed opportunities to earn Income in New York, where down here they don't have the same opportunities. And that's what, in my opinion, encourages criminal activity because you need to purchase basic needs to survive, food, water, clothing, and shelter. And if individuals are unable to obtain these things legally, there's only one other option for them to obtain income or to obtain the basic needs to survive. There's only two ways to earn income, legally or illegally. And if you are unable to obtain it legally, there's only one other option left. So that's what I speak about in the film, you know, um, try to let America realize if we give individuals the opportunity to earn income, that would reduce crime. Right. And that that, um, gave me the idea to do Street Smart Books, which is a series of how-to books for the hood and showing individuals how to earn extra income, how to turn your idea into, how to turn your hobby into a money-making project, how to turn your ideas into um, income-producing projects so they don't resort to criminal activity to obtain income. Right. So the the Street Smart book series, um, that's what, how many many books are in the series? Well, I'm starting out with five. There's 20 mm-hmm. books in the series, but I'm starting out with five. Everything is coming out this summer. I plan on attending the Harlem Book Fair and mm-hmm. bringing all my projects out at that time. Um, right now we're working on Hood Talk TV, and we're slowly introducing our projects um, to our community and then nationwide. So right. in, in here in Baton Rouge, I'm well-received by um, the community because they see that I'm someone that really cares about other people 
and other people trying to, in spite of their past, um, showing them that you can turn your life around and you can be um, a productive citizen. You can be a tax-being, law-abiding, productive citizen as opposed to um, being involved in criminal activity and fearing the police or fearing um, a hater or a rival or, or have so many other negative entities against you. Life is just so much better when you can live right and, and, and just move forward in a positive light. And that way, the only way to live right is through God. And that's what I'm about. I'm in the hood, right. but I'm introducing the hood to Jesus because that's who's the answer to all your problems. Amen. Amen to that. <laughs> I love that. And now let me ask you, I see um, from doing my research, I looked on your site, and you have um, the Louisiana People's Plan. Yes. What is the Louisiana People's or the People's Plan? Well, coming from New York and seeing how we do things in New York, everything is structured and in order. Um, and coming down here in Louisiana, they are not really connected with the people and the problem. So I came up with this plan to show them, well, this is how you can make a difference if you want to reduce crime. I went to the churches. I went to all the top um, uh, law enforcement professionals, and I even spoke to many uh, judges. And unfortunately, I found these people in these positions not really caring about what can be done about crime. They talk about it but they don't do anything about it. Um, trying to get involved uh the churches, I was extremely discouraged because they're really about money. They're not really about helping people. They wanted to know what I could do for them, you know, right. as opposed to doing something for the community. So I, I was um, shocked, but I wasn't discouraged. I just realized I have to go another route um, because – that you know, I was expecting that route to go that route, but I found that many individuals who are paid in that position don't want to do anything that will cause them to lose their status by trying to help someone right. else. You know, mm. and when you when you're an entrepreneur like myself, I don't have to answer to no one else. So I right. I only answer to Jesus. So I can speak up. I, I try to be politically correct. Um, I, I, you know, with what I say, not necessarily politically correct. I, I'm careful with what I say to who I say it to because people with power can do many things, and they're not necessarily in your best interest. So I'm really careful with who I associate myself with in in all arenas, even in right. um, legal legal professions, because not everyone. Um, is trying to make a difference. Some people are satisfied. You have a lot. Of, you have many people who need crime to continue. They need yeah. crime because if crime uh, decreases, um, many people lose their jobs. So they don't want someone like me to come with um, considered solutions. They want to meet the problem so they have their income, their pension. They're able to buy, to live their life. So they don't want the solution. They need the problem. But what I decided right. to do is to, to, instead of being discouraged, I'm just encouraged to go where I'm comfortable, which is in the street, talking directly to the people and saying, look, this is what we can do, this is what you can do, and this is how we can move forward. And that's that's where I stand now. Because I oh. feel, I know if Jesus comes today and knock on my window, I know he's coming for me. I'm good, so. I'm a soldier. <laughs> I like and I'm a, I'm a soldier, and I'm yes. doing his work, and he's yes. going to protect me, and he's going to put me where he wants me to help his people, and I'm in it to win it. I hear you. I I'm hear you. That, that's a beautiful thing, you know. I I feel your passion. You know, we go back some years um, for yeah. the audience, you know, the people to know. I, I you know, we go back a few years, and I, I actually met you while you were promoting your book. Um, Caught in the Struggle, the first the yeah. first um, book. And we yeah. did a lot of street promotions together. We would definitely yeah. be out in the street, you know. Yeah. And um, we, just, we go back to day, we go to Ground Zero. <laughs> we go to Ground <laughs> exactly. We go back to Ground Zero. 
looking back and 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 when you first started right to where where things are right now, has there been a drastic change in in what you're doing and how you're doing it or or do you see like things are still the same you know is, do you see any difference well as far as me personally or as far as society. As far as the, yeah, the, the let's say the industry because you know the back in the days I, I used to see um, book vendors everywhere. You go to Harlem, you go to downtown Brooklyn. You had a lot of bookstores. Now a lot of bookstores are closed. There's a hardly you know I used to see a lot of excuse me a lot of Africans vendors out on the street selling books. You know we don't see that too much anymore. Yeah. You know. Well, now a lot of things. New York is much more advanced than we are here in Louisiana. Mm-hmm. Um, I was I would say um, at least five years is more advanced than we are here in many things. Um, but the difference is okay. It, it's just a different way. Um, oh, I can't think of what I was going to say. Let's, see, I'm not in New York now. I haven't been there in about four. I haven't been in New York about four years, so I haven't right. seen the difference. As people tell me. So being here in Louisiana, it's like right. I'm in you New really York. can't judge the, the Yeah, the, I have nothing to compare it to. I don't see that. But if an author was to come to Louisiana and set up shop, you would do the same thing here as you did in New York. New York is more advanced, so you have more um, readers who are um, purchasing books um, on the in- over the internet. With the uh, you know, so there's no actual need for the hard copy. So it's right. kind of really taking the power out the hand of the author because you don't know who's reading your book or who's obtaining your book because everything is done digitally. So in my right. opinion, it puts, it puts the publisher at a deficit because, in a, you know, because you don't, many people can be making money from your project and you have no clue. There's no way to stop it, you know. Mm. Um, there's no way to control it because I can um, download it and email it to you. You know, right. and, and and you can email to all your friends, and and the publisher's only making money from that one download. You know, if right. I download it from the publisher, so it's things are just changing to to not benefit human beings. It's everything is being pointed digitally where we have no control. I mean, I, I'm today I'm tired of talking to an individual, a human about something, and they blame it on the computer. Oh, the computer does this. Oh, the computer does that. Oh, it's out of my control because the computer is in the system, the system. And I'm mm. like, well, you, you you ever run into that type of problem? So Yeah, you're fine. yeah you want to talk I'm, to somebody and you get, a, get the computer. Yeah. You know, and, and it gives you a menu is, and, and it's like has nothing to do with anything that you need to talk about, first of all. <laughs> exactly. You know. Exactly. And you're on the phone wow. for a half an hour. You know, I mean, and then if the computer makes an error, you're penalized until a human discovers the error and then waits for the computer to fix it. And they'll tell you, well, the computer may take 30, uh, 30 to 60 days. Why the hell would it take that long, excuse my French, for anything to do anything when everything is digital? So wow. it's just, it's, I just, I'm finding, and I'm not one of those people that are big uh, a conspiracy theorists, but mm-hmm. I just think to really pay attention that human beings are now relying on systems and blaming right. systems and acting as if we have no control over things. If the system makes an error, we just blame the system and then that's it. Because the system, you can't penalize the system. So right. you, just, um, you just have to be smart with your actions. I'm just, um, I'm just about telling, um, informing people of the power within them, which is um, Jesus Christ. You believe in Jesus right. Christ, you have all the power you need in this world to survive and move forward, you know. Right. So that's what I'm out here trying to show people, um, and that's what my mission is. When I was in New York um, with my book, working at Rikers Island, I just had to step back because I had to look and see. I had so many people around me wanting to what we would say, show me love, and I had to decide, well, do they want to show me love because of who I am as Renee West, the author, or who I am as a person? Do they really care about me? 
So when I had mm-hmm. to step, when I stepped back, I was able to see who is really my friend and who is just there for the hype, the Renee West, the author, the one that's trying to do things. And it really allowed me to see who's really in, in my corner, who's really in my life, um, who means me well, and not just for um, status, you know. And that's right. what stepping back allowed me to see who is really real. Right. Who's really, you know. Right. Now, let me just um, let our listeners know uh, the phone number, the calling number here is 213-943-3618, and you can call in if you want to make a comment or talk to myself or my guest, Ms. Renee West, 213-943-3618. That's the number, okay? Now, let me ask you, Renee, you, you retired from Rikers Island, right, after you yes. wrote your books and whatnot. Yes. And... You could have done anything um, after those books and, and after you left that the whole um, system. What made you, I'll say, so passionate about about um, working with and helping those individuals that have been incarcerated and you know that's coming out and you know might need help? Well, me working with um, people in Rikers Island and hearing their stories and understanding where they came from, many of them um, would, you know, to have a a grown man cry to you about not being afforded opportunities which led him down the road and led him to incarceration, it just made me realize how blessed I was in my life. You know, Mm -hmm. um, I was raised with my mother and father. They were married. And Mm -hmm. I, I assumed that everyone had that life. And then when to grow up, and, and, and to be a grown woman and then to see a, um, a man who told me that his mother prostituted him when he was a baby, when he was a child, and that would let wow. him being a male prostitute, it it opened my, my mind to a, a world that I would never have been exposed to. And mm. I would never fathom a mother would do that to her child because of the mother that I had. So it allowed me to see that this world is filled with people who are hurting. And mm-hmm. and, I, and I, I wanted to know what could I do. I asked God, well, why was I blessed? You know, um, when as a child it was only me and my best friend. We were the only two who grew up in a household who had a mother and father present. The rest of my girlfriends, it was four of us that were really good friends. And mm-hmm. me and Renee were the only ones who, who grew up with our father. Our father was married to our mother. And the, my other two girlfriends, we never seen their father. We never heard them speak about their father. And they went through so many things as young women because they didn't have their father figure in their life. That that man right. coming home and say, this is the way you were supposed to carry yourself, conduct yourself. I was able to see how a, a, relation, a true relationship is. And that Allowing me seeing how my father treated my mother allowed me to not allow my husband to treat me anything other than a lady. Um, right. Because I, I knew how a man should treat a woman. So just understand, and I had to ask God, well, why was I chosen to be blessed? When some <clears throat> women, not, some people, not to say that they weren't blessed, but their life is more difficult than others, what can I do? To to help because right. I felt I was chosen. I felt I was I grew up in a life that was more privileged than others. Um, when I met people who said that they had stab wounds in their hand from a fork, where their brother when they went to reach for something off their brother's plate and their brother stabbed stabbed them in his hand. I've never been that hungry, and to to hear <laughs> stories like that, it just I mean. It's that funny when you think about someone was that hungry that they yeah. they didn't want someone yeah, else to take their food. And I never lived a life like that. We've always mm-hmm. I've always had food on the table. There was always food in the refrigerator. So it just made me look at the reality of of life is much bigger than the world that I grew up in and I wanted to know what can I make how can I make a difference in someone else's life since God had had blessed me so much. And my own. And in his word, he said, to whom much is given, much is required. So yes. I'm doing my work. 
because God has definitely blessed me. I didn't have a father that that touched me, um, you know, incorrectly. I mean, I, I have so many things to have be to be grateful for, and right. I want to help people who are hurting and show them that in spite of um, what you've been through, there's so many things you can do to turn your life around and still be happy. And the only way is through Jesus. Oh, that's the yes. only way. Yeah. You know, because though I've been blessed, I'm not. I I'm not perfect. I I live a life. I mean, I've been through some stuff. I I'm still going through things. But with mm-hmm. Jesus, that's the only way I make it. That's the only wow. way I I continue. The only way. To stay in constant yeah. prayer, huh? Yes, constant and, and belief. I mean, yes. What it truly means to let go and let God. You know, because a lot yes. of times we worry and we try to fix our own problems, and a lot of times we we be in it and trying to fix it, and we mess it up even more. But if we truly believe and let go and let God work it out, He gonna He already got it worked out anyway. So Amen. many problems, many many things I I tried to figure out for myself, and 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 God had worked it out. I mean, I had may have thought, well, where am I gonna get money from X, Y, and Z, and open up the mailbox and there's a check that I wasn't even expecting. You know, and one thing I tell people, I might not have everything I want, but God gives me everything I need. Everything yes. I need, I have, you know, yes. and because I believe in him. I truly believe in him. I walked away from a house on top of a mountain to walk the streets of Baton Rouge, and I feel blessed. I feel blessed, mm. and I have peace. And that's something I didn't have when I lived, when I had Lived in Pennsylvania. I had my house on the top of a mountain in Pennsylvania. You know, I, I didn't have peace. And now I, right. have, I have And peace is priceless. Yes, it's it priceless. is. Yes, it is. Well, you know, I'm going to, uh, I know it's, it's, it's uh, we've been talking for about a half an hour already. And I, yeah. I know you have to. Um, so I just want you to give the listening audience um, information on where they can contact you or, or you know, if they're interested in receiving your books or just getting in contact with you, uh, where can they do that? Okay, my website is com, and all the information to get in contact with me is on that site. My number, um mailing address, all my projects, everything that I'm doing is on my website at C-R-E-N-E-W-E-S-T.com. That's it. You know, and I, well, I want to thank you for taking time out, for uh, staying with us. I, I wish you could really stay on longer, <laughs> you know, because we're really just starting to really get into to, to the conversation. And, you know, there's so yeah. much more we got to talk about. I didn't even get to talk about Urban Heat. Magazine and you know just some some other things, but we we're gonna bring you back on the show. Most and um, now you was talking about um, what is it one two three hood? What what's the name hood of the TV talk show? TV. Hood one, Talk two, three, TV. Hood talk. Yes. And that's yes. gonna be coming that's, out soon, on, and that's gonna be on the internet, right? On YouTube or where? That's it's everywhere. It's going to be YouTube. Um, it's going to be actual hard copy DVDs available everywhere. Um, mm-hmm. It's going to be everywhere because it's. I'm going into the neighborhoods and I'm just showing people who who have the um, passion, the desire to turn their life around through. Um, uh, today I had an interview with a Christ, a gospel singer. And he, mm-hmm. he did three years in jail, and he's talking about how God has turned his life around from uh, crime and how he's now um, an aspiring gospel singer. So you can hear him sing, you hear him hearing his story, and that's what the whole DVD series is about, just showing people mm-hmm. that, that you can turn your life around in spite of uh, your current situation or your past, and you can make the best out of life through Jesus. So Amen. Is going to, in the hood and showing you people who have open businesses, who are very successful, who who have who spent many many years in jail and how they turned their life around, and also people who who are encouraging young people uh, what you should not to do to become incarcerated to lose your freedom. So it, mm-hmm. it's just a positive. It's a positive uh, film. This, uh, it's a positive DVD series 
that's uh, having people discuss their testimony, discuss what they've been through to hopefully encourage young kids to not get involved in negative behavior, to take that short route. And, and, and if you want to be a singer, how to do it correctly instead of selling drugs to make money and become a singer, how to go about it correctly and how to go about it in, in positive ways. It's about um, if you don't have a father in the home, I'm going to show you many fathers on my DVD who, who can school you, who can tell you that's not the route to go because this is where you're going to end up and this is what you can do instead of and, and, and live a successful, productive, positive life. Right. And then that at is- the end of yeah, at the end of the film we um at the film at the end of each series we close it up with um uh basic instructions before leaving earth, which is the Bible. And we show you how we compare life today to the word of God. And and I'm exposing individuals of, um, you know, how to understand God's word and how to apply it to your life. Because yes. nothing that's happening, a lot of people feel isolated. They feel, I mean, I'm surprised to find that there's so many young black men committing suicide. That's because they don't know who Jesus is. When we grew mm. up, when I, when I grew up, we had to go to church. It wasn't, we was in church on Wednesday and, and Sunday all day. I mean, so now mm-hmm. it's like they don't Jesus. So that's what kept me when I was in a tough situation, having fear of right. God, having the fear mm. of not doing the right thing. And a lot of these young kids, they don't have that fear because they was never introduced to who Jesus is. So right. let me show you who he is because he's cool, he's down, he's awesome, he's wonderful, he knows how to fix your problems. So yes, I'm going to introduce you to <laughs> the way from the hood, and that's me all day. And I don't care wow, what you say about because I'm working for the Lord, and I'm going to be rewarded for my work, and that's all I need. <laughs> Amen to that. That's Amen to need. that, my You just keep doing the good works, and um, yes. I'm looking forward to um, everything that you're doing. Um, I'm looking forward to your TV show. I, I'm, I'm pretty sure i you're going to get to a little feature of myself up in there, so, you know, I'm, I'm happy. Most definitely. Yeah, most definitely. <laughs> and, you know, you just keep doing what you're doing. Like I said, please come back on the show. And, um, and in fact, if we can um, maybe give updates, you know, okay. as as time goes on, you could come on maybe maybe once or twice a month or something and just give us updates of what's going on yeah. with your project. And, you know, we could cross-promote. And you know, do the whole the whole synergy thing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, we yeah, know how to do it from back in the days. I just want everybody to know when you you listen to this woman talk, and she sounds so she sounds so elegant and so sweet, and she is a very sweet person. Don't get on her wrong side, though. Okay. okay please <laughs> you know, don't. She used to work at Rikers Island. Please. That's all I'm trying to say. But anyway, I mean, Renee, more. thank you so much again, and and yes. and you have a blessed day, and yo. Goodrich Magazine, you know you got a home here, okay? I know that. I love you. Thank you so much. No problem. Peace. And we'll be right back right here on the Keys 107 Network, Block Talk Radio, Goodrich Magazine, your boy J.R. Strong in the house. Rafika Consultants and Services, LLC, is on the cutting edge of emerging technologies for designing online classes and providing face-to-face and virtual technology training or help with computer programs, web design, and graphic arts. We also provide biography writing services for websites. For more information, give us a call at 631-399-0149. That's 631-399-0149. The Fluffs present the alphabet. Now found in paperback, sporting a five-star rating on Amazon.com. Boom 107, fashions and gifts that bring out the best in you. Moon 107 is an online retail store featuring women's and men's clothing at the gift shop. The woman's shop features stylish tunics, suits, and accessories and offers the well-dressed woman an outlet to find the perfect gift for self or for someone else. The men's shop offers classy French cut shirts for the well-dressed man. The gift shop offers organic skin, hair, bath accessories, and inspirational music imported from Africa. 
right back with the Hoodridge Magazine on the Keys 107 Network. Okay, and we're right back on Hoodridge Magazine. It's your boy, J.R. Strong. Let's get into this artist. He hails from Louisiana, New Orleans. He goes by the name of Randy Spider Weber, and he's giving us a song called Dreamer.
Yeah, that's Randy Spider-Webber out of Louisiana, New Orleans. Let's get into the next artist. He actually hails from South Africa. He goes by the name of Mr. Ernie J. Smith, who happens to be in New Orleans right now for the jazz festivals and on his new his U.S. tour right here. Forgive me, I got kind of t- tongue-tied for a minute. Whoa. Mr. Ernie J. Smith giving you lovely things right here on the Keys 107 Network, Hoodrich Magazine.
You know, I'm kind of kind of laid back today, you know. <laughs> I'm not hyped up. It's all good, you know. And um, now, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You walk past the room that I've been caged in. I hear you yelling, but I am not paying any attention to you anymore because. Let's go up on the podcast. You will be. Don't forget. Eastern time, right here. Key 107.